Did I ever tell you? No, I did. I haven't told you about like my new get rich quick scheme. Something about food? No, no, no. It's not. We're going into. We have to have fingers in different things. Simplant. Oh right, right. Simplant three thousand one. Okay. So Harvey Z's Simplant three thousand one. It needs to be a Steam game, I think. Like something that's available for like would say 10 bucks for this game it's a 9.99 idea it's uh-huh. a good value but the gist of it is a, a real-time plant simulator game that sounds boring as hell just so I, clear i i this is why i thought it's boring as hell but then i realized there's probably a market for this where so you have a little greenhouse and you can grow various different types of plants but they grow in real time you must water them appropriately as per whatever their things are and then you watch it bloom, but you can grow like redwoods, you can grow orchids, you can grow like all sorts of other random exotic plants, but they will grow in real time for you. I think this will appeal to the hardcore gamer gardener. Um, I don't... You really think the gamer gardener is a Venn diagram that a lot of people kind of fit into? I mean, people like simulation games, right? It's funny you bring this up because there's been a little bit... I wasn't planning on talking about this because I don't know a lot about it. Uh, but like recently, some company, I think it was Devolver Digital, published on Steam and it's been getting like weird reviews, a weed simulator. Oh, where, where you can grow like illegal weed and stuff? Yeah. Or like, like legal weed or uh, yeah, something. It, yeah. It's, it's a marijuana yeah. growing simulator. And so just you think saying simple. So plant I got this at, idea from like watching a truck driving simulator and the truck driving simulator was super boring because all you <laughs> literally do is you drive between cities and you drop off like the cargo. There's no action. There's no chase sequences or anything. It's purely for the people who want to simulate driving a truck. And I thought if these guys have a niche gardeners because again, Farmville, like all of those plant growing things. Like I can't remember the other one that comes up right now. The uh, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley. So I'm thinking like that, but except we go hyper realistic with the graphics, exotic plants, real-time time so wouldn't that that would be actually anti-gaming though right because if it's real time you like check in you water your plants mm-hmm. for like five minutes and then you just go play something else yeah that's why it's not a like so a how hard... does this get you rich well they'll buy the game and i will profit off of it i need someone to develop the game for me i'm an ideas guy <laughs> this is all copyright where's the monetization where's where are oh, the microtransactions? Wait. The seeds. You buy the plants. <laughs> you buy the exotic Brazilian stuff. You got to pay 99 cents for each one of those little seedlings. Oh. The best part is then we can tweak the random like number generator so they don't always sprout. So you got to buy more sometimes. That's like pure evil. That That's what the Again, problem is. I'm but... appealing to the underrated niche of the hardcore gamer gardener. They want this game. Because I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Do you they know? want this game?" I might want to buy it. I mean, I, sure, we can buy like things, and you can grow like corn and stuff like that. But who wouldn't want to grow like some exotic, like death lily or something? And like, sure, you just have to take the time and effort. And this is something you couldn't do at home. You can. It's grow- fair. I cannot grow a death lily at home. I just made that one up. But <laughs> yes, like, I think it would be cool in a way of like, I think I would be. It would be cool for me to profit off of this. <laughs> I wouldn't actually really want to play. I'll watch. Nah, I might watch. You want to watch plants grow. No, no. I want to watch someone play my plants growing game and watch me get rich off of it. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm cutting is, the end of this. This there's. I'm uprooting this idea. Harvey Z plant simulator 3001. Because I'm sure there probably is a plant simulator out there. And so mine's 3000 times better. So you got like cybernetic plants. One day. Again, I could keep adding to this as we dis- wait, we won't discover new plant. If we discovered Plant Simulator 3002, we'll have that. You could start hybridizing them. Oh, yeah. I, I got this. I just uh, need I'm, no, no. People We're... who make games, hook me up. <laughs> wait, what? I don't know how to make the game. I just have the <laughs> idea. But, like, slap my name on it and, like, sell it for me, please. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. That's it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... 
Harvey Z, in the place to be. And we're done talking about plants. This is not a, not a, a plant podcast. Plant, again, that gardener. It was a nice seed of an idea. The gardener gamer niche. You you really dug up the dirt on it. Okay, we know. don't need to kill it with like puns. It was a legit idea. You put idea. the pedal to the metal. When you make puns about my ideas, I feel like you don't take them seriously. <laughs> Uh, are you saying I'm too corny? Is that what it is? This was a fertile idea. <laughs> I'm just farming all the best puns I can. All right. <laughs> I'm waiting. Is there one more? No, no. I'm. I. I that's it. That's just all I had to say. Okay. Uh. So. Yeah. We're we're back. Uh. We had a little bit of scheduling hiccups, but and we're going to have more scheduling hiccups, but I'll get to that at the end. We'll, oh. We won't start off with that, but we'll, um, just as forewarning. But uh, we have the initial segment that we started last week, and I'm bringing it back. Oh, the difficult decisions thing? Yeah, Harvey Z snaps. Okay. I've, I've, we've got to start it off, the icebreaker. Okay. I gotta, I've got to work on my transitions, how to get from the intro into this. To be fair, I don't give you a lot to work with. No, you really don't. <laughs> um. But, uh, so I thought long and hard about this one. I wanted to, and I can't, there was a couple different variations on it that I wasn't sure what I was going to finally settle on. But um, are you ready for your decision? I am ready. Okay. On one hand, you've got The Grateful Dead. Great band. I just bought their album, another album from them today. <laughs> on the other hand, The Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh. Okay. Now, this... This is interesting. I mean, I there's a clear winner here, actually. So, so you have any? This I, is, I'm safe here. This okay, is not right. agonizing. Although I respect both choices. Mm-hmm. The Wu Tang is amazing. I am a fan. The Grateful Dead. I own over like maybe 150 hours worth of music from. They have that much music. So they've recorded every concert. Oh, and, and but isn't most it of the it's same available songs, from, sir. <laughs> Sir, I mean, I'm no fish fan here, but yes, I am a Grateful Dead fan. And so, yes, I do <laughs> like, um, so this is, I used to think that way. As a kid, I bought Grateful Dead band CDs, like not band CDs, but like regular albums, I guess I would buy their albums and I never knew of their live stuff and I never touched the live stuff. And so I only knew of them that way until like literally college college then i was like oh there's this record store deal or like from the grateful dead website where you could sign up to be a member and they'll send you a concert every like three months or so and i signed up for it back then and a concert i realized was three hours of music i mean they put on a long show they They have a lot of music apparently they have since the 60s i now have been continuing my subscription to that i think i'm getting my 30th cd soon wow which is 90 hours of music Right there. Plus, every every like year of the subscription, I get an extra bonus disc for another hour. So that's probably in that mix of stuff. But yeah, I, sir, I love the Wu Tang Clan. They're great, but the Grateful Dead will survive okay, always. So the the Wu Tang Clan, all the solo albums. Whoa! All... Oh, I have to get rid of every member. And <sighs> oh yeah, I mean, you snap the Wu Tang Clan, they're gone. All their Ooh. the singles discography is I gone. Mean, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Wu-Tang Clan, but like there's like one or two really like great albums that I love. And their first album is a classic, but The Grateful Dead is just too much. You're working against like like 90 hours of music just from like the concerts that I have, not including the extra stuff. I just picked up an acoustic album today from the 80s. Like, so this was like this was like a number one seed going up against like a five or six seed like, like a six seed. good yeah. good yeah. but not like that top tier yeah. where you didn't be a difficult you didn't pick decision. the hardest that's why i was like grateful dead and i was like oh crap what did you put them up against because this is that's going to be a tough call but then whoo wu-tang which i mean that i i thought about because for wu-tang clan i thought about it because it's like all the individuals yes. as well and things like that it's a a longer like spread out which, i almost went with led zeppelin instead of wu-tang clan again you're going up against something that's 90 plus hours yeah that's the thing it's like i've sunk so i love yeah led zeppelin's great i mean that's another top 10 but again you'd have to do like 
Beatles Grateful Dead kind of thing. Really? It's like that level for me, man. Okay. That's why. Right. The one thing I, you could have done, which could have pissed off deadheads if they were listening, Grateful Dead versus Dead and Company. Ah. Uh, which is the modern. Well, I, I considered the Grateful Dead and Dead and Company to be all like the, which all is, that together. If, if you're including that, then hell yes. Grateful Dead might be then the number one pick if you're including both things. Because I go see Dead and Company like once a year as well. And I don't see most bands, except for The Roots, like multiple times. Okay. Oh, yeah. There. All right. So we've now established a universe where the Wu Tang Clan, Mustard, and Toe Jam and Earl doesn't exist. Wait, did I get rid of Toe Jam and Earl versus XCOM? Yeah. That would still like now. I'm just like <laughs> what? That was the hardest decision. Oh my! Because uh, Mustard, I was like, oh, it went up against Mayonnaise, of course. Yeah. But like, what? What could have caused me to be such a monster? <laughs> oh. Okay, I started off with a difficult one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get my groove. I find these amusing because it's like also in a way, how well do you know Harvey Z? Yeah, well, I I want to eventually get to one that is so mundane that you have a hard time with it, like to like not your favorite things, but things you don't really care about, but that like neither yeah. one really jumps out at you. That's my next goal. I want to get something okay, you know. I, like almost a mayo mustard type. Yeah, except I'm passionate about both things. <laughs> Um, so before we move on to, uh, news, uh, we're actually going to dip into the question bucket because There's someone a... sent us a question. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. They, they didn't actually send it to make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com where you're supposed to send your comments, questions, Let's and concerns. Let's not mock them or anything. This is wow. I just want to check that email and not get Twitter notifications. <laughs> like, give me something. Come on, guys. The in inbox is empty. You're listening. You tell us about stuff and ask us stuff about the podcast all the time, but you don't actually send us emails. I want to <laughs> check that. It would brighten my day so much. Please. Anyway, um, so we have a question. Uh, it is from Friend of the Pod over Bob. Ooh, yeah. I wonder who that is. <laughs> So he asks us, who would you choose to voice Toe Jam and Earl? Oh, do you have an answer for this already prepared? I mean, he gave his answer and what his picks were, but I didn't want to yeah, no, sully no, your I opinion. Think about this, and I kind of have my own answer. Do you want me to go ahead while you, you talk, while you think? Yeah, you go ahead while I think. Okay, so for me, I always for Toe Jam and Earl, I always had like a... a kind of a higher pitched fast talking kind of voice because you know mm -hmm. he's the the faster guy so my first thought was chris tucker yeah yeah it seems like a uh, that's who i would go with and then for earl it's really dumb but <laughs> um you know you've seen ferris bueller right yeah you know the song that da -da 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 -da, oh yeah you know bow bow uh. chica chica not really, but okay. But you you know that voice, yeah. Right? I know like the voice. I want that. Like I can see Earl having that kind of deep. Oh yeah, kind. Of that's voice. what I'm thinking. It's like who does a deep voice now? And I was like trying to figure out like because at first I was like in my head like do I want Ving Rhames <laughs> to be Earl? <laughs> I mean that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't, I, I I could see that. Like and then so for me like Toe Jam. Oh, I had it, then I lost it. It was, um, you said Chris Tucker was yours? Because mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, if I had to pick a duo, Chris Tucker and Ice Cube from the Friday series could work. Yeah, I could see that. But I want a deeper voice. I want that. Yeah, it's got, like, like, the very Michael Clark Duncan sort of. Oh, yes, that could work. Because I'm going with the Tarantino's, like, that's why I'm like, Sam Jackson. No, not Sam Jackson. Yeah, Sam, I, I don't think Sam Jackson would be a good Earl. A weird choice that most people wouldn't expect but I think would actually do a really good job with Toe Jam, Kevin Smith. Really? Kevin Smith, from his podcasting and stuff, when he's high, is a perfect <laughs> Toe Jam. So you don't want regular Kevin hey Smith. Hey, man, you want what's going on? Hey, what's up? <laughs> he's faster talking, a little bit high-pitched when he gets high, and then every so often he has to cough and everything, and it's perfect, <laughs> I think, for Toe Jam. Well, uh on the note of getting high, uh, I'll go ahead and give you over Bob's answers. He uh, he picked Snoop Dogg for Toe Jam. Ooh, which yeah. is which is another good. I, good. I think that's yeah. a good. Suggestion. I didn't think about musicians. Yeah, and uh, another musician for Earl. He picked George Clinton. Ooh, 
I like the way you think over, but that, oh, <laughs> I think of our pairings, that might actually be better. Yeah, than I that. liked his a lot. Like, yeah. I didn't want to spoil or, or give, it, give it away because I wanted to see where you went first. But yeah, I was like, you were saying with the, ooh, yeah, and everything. I could see a George Clinton could do it really well, though. Hmm. I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I just, Snoop Dogg at this point is older. He's more dramatic in his voice. I need somebody with a higher pitched yeah, voice. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I like Chris Tucker. That was like the first thing that came mm-hmm. to mind. I also like, I kind of went to like Ludacris, maybe. Okay. From the fa- like, I'm trying to think of where you're thinking of. Yeah, from, from the, like Fast and Furious. You don't really Chris. know music, I think. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, I know a little bit of his music, yeah. but not. Who else has a good high pitched voice? Like, just thinking like Jimmy Fallon, not so much, but like that's sort of a excited. Like, I want an excitable guy for like Toe Jam. Yeah, but I also kind of want that stoner vibe, which I totally get with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that's why I went Kevin Smith. It's these are my two big two stoners. Big two stoners. What if you went with like a Cheech and Chong? Just uh, old just school. Just Cheech and Chong? Just Cheech and Chong. Ask <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> Low budget, just cast it. Just cover Chong and like, oh no, we don't want to cover him in yellow paint. But still. Oh no, no. Oh God. We're not, nope, nope. Stop. You just ruined the bit. Uh, but I would like that. Cheech and Chong yeah. as Toe Jam and Earl. Like a live action flick. But they they don't actually look like Toe Jam and Earl. No, it's not just at all. Cheech and Chong. It's just Cheech and Chong. Maybe Cheech has like a big gold necklace on him, and he talks about his third leg a lot. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it, it writes itself. It's I, there. I can see it. I, I think it's work. See, this is what you get when you submit questions. You get awesome things like Cheech and Chong talking about their third legs. <laughs> thank well, you, Over Bob. Yeah, thank you, Over Bob. And again, if you have any questions, anything you think we should talk about on this podcast, out there listening, just happening to pass by for the first time, we accept anything uh, except super disgusting stuff. Like we we have a limit. I'll answer it. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll send it. How Harvey's bad could our way. fans be? <sighs> he just our, issued a challenge. So our you fans heard are him. wholesome and pure. <laughs> Anyway, uh, again, make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com. I'm just going to plug it one more time because that inbox, like, it, it's sad. Maybe they just don't make it to the end, which is just really sad because we plug it at the end of the show. I mean, but that's why you do the plugs. You don't plug at the beginning, except for in this case where I am plugging at the beginning. Well, we're making it part of a bit, so it's okay. Ah, yeah. Okay. So if it's part of a bit, it's okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go into some news. Mm-hmm. Uh Again, I've, I've got to work on my transitions. I don't, I don't have any uh, sound effects board or things like that to work with. Yeah, I was like, mm, do we need sound? It's, that gets kind of cheesy. I think we're keeping it. We keep it real. Okay, we're gonna keep it real. So the big news that has happened in the last week um, was that a couple days ago, just out of nowhere. Um, they dropped the some specs for the PS5. What? Yeah, it, it exists. Yeah, they 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 say it's not coming out until 2020. People are assuming fall 2020, but they don't haven't actually given a, a firm date or anything like that. We just know it's not this year, mm-hmm. and it's targeted next year. They released a lot of like technical specs that I don't care about. Things like the you know what processor it's going to have and the graphics cards and i assume just teraflops and stuff like that uh they did mention there's going to be ray tracing which i don't know exactly what that is but apparently it's going to be nice for like animations and shading and things like that the two big things that i actually were that were important to me uh was one it is going to be backwards compatible with the ps4 because I was going to ask, like, doesn't this just make everybody with a PS4 like, ah, crap, but, oh. I, yeah, yeah, that that is, oh. the, that is like, a big selling point for me. Because, like, the PS4, like, I have gotten so frustrated with having to upgrade mm-hmm. and not being able to play my old games. And then the, there's been a trend this generation of just, like, remastering and re-releasing games that were just came out a couple years ago but with higher better graphics or whatever and so the fact that they're doing backwards compatibility means they're going to be stepping away from that sort of re-release and remaster hopefully 
uh, because they can just upscale or the, all the PS4 stuff. And I'm happy about that. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to see if how the the PS Store and like downloads work. Like uh-huh. if I have a PS5 and I have a currently have an external hard drive connected to my PS4 that I save all my stuff on. Like, can I just plug that into my PS5 and like be able to play downloaded games? Because oh. that would be pretty awesome. So you're already assuming as well you will buy this system. I mean, unless it's unless it's priced spectacularly awfully. What do you think it'll be? Like five hundred bucks? Uh five hundred seems to based on the specs, five hundred seems to be what people are assuming. Because the PS4 released at four hundred. Oh. Um and I, I don't know if I'll be an early adopter. Like I, I don't think I've ever bought a console within its first year. Oh, um, not even like op- I thought you were gonna say opening day. Yeah, no, I I, I cause there's a lot of overlap between mm-hmm. Uh, generation so like mm-hmm. usually the first year all the high ticket items are usually released for both the old and the new console and so the new people get like the shinier graphics and like mm-hmm. faster load times and cool extra stuff but you know if there's anything i really want i can still get it on the ps4 uh like the big the other big thing that while well, before i keep talking and forget about it uh is that it's going to have a solid state drive as heard about these things yeah yeah so it'll be like they apparently they fast travel in spider-man on the ps4 went from 10 seconds to 0.8 seconds because of the solid state loading uh so it's gonna like destroy loading time which is gonna be great because a lot of games nowadays are open world and so there's a lot of like bigger spaces to load and Cutting down on that kind of stuff is always good because you don't want to spend half the time you're playing a game in loading screens. And I assume then like the Xbox and the competitors don't have solid state yet. They definitely don't this generation. It's rumored that the next Xbox mm-hmm. will also have the solid state. I think we're getting to the point where solid, a solid straight drive can be cheap enough and big enough to actually have games mm-hmm. or like be like not have games. Uh be profitable enough basically to put it in because they haven't solid state drives for a long time have been way more expensive and they still are more expensive than a regular internal hard drive um but at this point having the solid state drive in the console is apparently easy enough to do (laughs) with prices and everything do we know what the aesthetics, the look of it is going to be? No, no, they haven't. This was just kind of like randomly dropped on a Tuesday morning in an interview where he, oh. this, the guy, just my, Mark Cerny, I believe it was, just kind of talked about it. So there's no images. <laughs> there's no like official date. They don't know what the controller looks like. They don't, you know, the, there's we not. We have some ideas. It's a PlayStation. It's, it's, it was a lot more about like the specs and like this is what we're dealing with because i think dev kits are starting to go out for like developers mm-hmm. they can start making games for it and i guess sony figured eventually it's going to leak anyway so might as well satiate yeah. the fans a little bit give them some info huh. um, and yeah that was the big news a lot of people were like yeah a lot of people are happy about backwards compatibility obviously that's like a big win i assume only to the four not like Three and um, two. Right? Yeah, they've only mentioned the guaranteed four. Yeah. Um. The I know the PS3 had like really weird architecture, so it made it really hard to program for and really hard to make backwards compatible to. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the PS4 switched back to a more normal architecture. By architecture, you mean the 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 box itself? No, I mean like the. I I, I when I say architecture, I mean like. The processor, like oh. uh, the the way the motherboard and all that, the internal stuff is designed and it was on its own system and kind of made it, it harder to bring stuff over, essentially. Got it. It's also why only the very first PS3s were backwards compatible with the PS2 and then they kind of just dropped that. Mm-hmm. Any other questions? No, that's a pretty, I was not expecting that at all. So that's news to me. Yeah, so I, if you're thinking about PS4 stuff, you might want to wait and see what the PS5 
brings the, and then you can just pull get the ps4 library i just feel like i always remember they always release like two systems and one's like expensive and the other one's more expensive and it always feels like rough on like the first day or first week kind of things yeah i'm, I'm not gonna i i unless there is some sort of literal like i have to play this game and it's only on the ps5 on launch mm-hmm. day there's very low chance i'm going to get it all right and off they've the bat. not announced unless sony listens to this and wants to sponsor us and wants to give me a ps5 <laughs> for reviews and just to kind of i'm i'm totally willing to to show myself out and then uh, i i like your levels of uh yeah i'm i, yeah, I can be a dream sony big bro. dream big because be here i am bro. thinking of like underwear ads and you're over there with your give me a ps5 well think about how much press they could get i could talk to all five of our fans yeah, over about, bob he needs to know about yeah, this stuff <laughs> i can tell them how great the ps5 is five more sales that's gotta yeah. be it's not like none of my friends have ever bought a PS4. I'm sad. Actually, well, Overbob does have a PS4. Just doesn't have to play games. How do you know this me. about your fa- anyway? <laughs> I can be friends with my fans. That's what make me a gamer gives. I I'm in touch with people. I can talk with them. I'm very friendly. Ah, ah yeah. okay. I bring bring the bring the community together. I just need them to buy my stuff. See, you're just trying to to squeeze them for money, and I'm trying to squeeze yes. them in a hug. This is a good transition to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> ah, remember, make me a gamer, a roguelike for your ears. Yes, and squeezing your fan base for a hug or to squeeze out your money. Like, that, you got to work on your catchphrase. Yeah, man. yeah. Mm. Make me a gamer, squeezes you for hugs and money. Just Hugs and money. Hugs and money? Make me a gamer, hugs and money? Make me a gamer, colon, hugs and money. I think that's, <laughs> again. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about is the, I think it was officially announced this week, although it's been rumored for a while, the <laughs> the Xbox, Xbox One S All Digital Edition, also known as the Xbox One Sad Edition. <laughs> oh, oh. A quick dig. Yeah, the Xbox has had terrible naming policies. This okay. is just another one, a long string. Everyone is calling this the Xbox One Sad. It's sad. Uh, but basically, they released a. They're releasing. It comes out next month. A only digital uh console, so it doesn't have a disc drive. You can only like use it for like streaming the xbox game pass or like download digital downloads things like that so it's sort of like a mac i what macs don't have cd drives really yeah like the laptops and stuff i had to get a separate uh, dvd driver to play dvds on it like it just you can't stick anything into the laptop i mean laptops have gotten they've gone for thinner is better so yeah so it's oh i forgot to mention about the ps4 uh, apparently, it's going to be able to play up to 8K, like, TV graphics. Oh, what are we at for TVs right now? I mean, most people don't even have 4K. Yet. Yeah. Like, 8K is ridiculous. Um, Wait, does the PS5, not 4, but... Yeah, that's does, what PS5 is what I meant. Does the PS5 play DVDs or Blu-ray? It does. It's going to have... It's going to still be based in Blu-ray. Oh, crap. Maybe I need this thing just because I need a Blu-ray player because I own a Mac. You own a Mac and you can't play any disc. Yeah, so that's it's it's, it's kind of ambitious, but I don't even like I'm at a 1080p TV and I'm fine. I don't even I don't even desire a 4K TV at this point. Mm-hmm. So it going to 8K is just kind of like for the super tech nerds. Uh, But so the Xbox One S is going to be the Xbox One Sad is going to be two hundred and fifty dollars, okay. and the Xbox One S is only like I think I'm pretty sure you can get it for two hundred. Two hundred's a good price. That's what an old PlayStation. But, but here's would the thing: be. the Xbox One S has the disc drive. The Xbox One Sad is fifty dollars more and has no disc drive. I feel like so the S has more features, and than, then the Sad than... has less and costs more. All right. I feel like this is trying to appeal to like millennial culture. I I I think it might come with a couple games installed on it. 
I, I don't know, but a lot of uh, consoles are bundled with games now anyway. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I appreciate the idea, uh, but... Because, like, I, there are people who are, like, only do digital. And okay. so having this all-digital edition as, like, an option... But don't they... Like, would those people not already have an Xbox One? Probably. They, that's yeah, the thing. That's why it's like, who are they... Are they trying to appeal to the guy who doesn't have an Xbox One yet? And but was, also only wants digital stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like all the tech people that are excited about an all-digital future have probably already bought an xbox if they're going to buy one yeah you know and and so i feel like this late i don't they could just be testing the water for like their next gen system as Mm -hmm. if they want to release a see if there's a market for this right and like release both kinds uh (laughs) at launch as opposed to introducing it five years into the life cycle of of the console when everyone already owns one uh that's my personal opinion is it's probably just like a test for <laughs> next year because I don't know if you remember, but Microsoft got into a huge amount of trouble because they, when they originally announced the Xbox One, it was going to be online always. Like uh-huh. you had to like check in and have it connected to the internet to play games you mm-hmm. owned uh like if it wasn't connected to the internet every 24 hours like you would just lose the ability to play your games oh that's and like you wouldn't be able to share games because like you had they would like be licensed to your account or something Mm -hmm. like that and so sony won the initial buzz because sony didn't have any of that and everyone was just like shifted to sony and microsoft kind of even though they walked back all that stuff, they lost the market share and like the idea and like the enthusiasm. So they never really recovered from that because <laughs> of even though the Xbox One eventually launched without all that, uh, there was some stuff like the Kinect camera was going to be built in and that was going to always be on. Oh, God. And yeah, that, none of this sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but now everyone has an Alexa or a Google Home and, you know, they don't. So a lot of people at the time are like, they just launched this too early. Like if mm-hmm. they waited, people would have been more in line with it. I, I still don't think we're quite there yet. Um, but I do think if next generation there is a console with discs and a console that is just digital only, there will be a market. I personally am not going to do that because I don't, I like having, like owning my games, Mm -hmm. you know, like the digital thing, like (laughs) just something happens to your console, you you might lose all that stuff. Didn't that happen recently with the system actually, like where people lost a bunch of stuff? Or am I just thinking of like Fallout? Um, I I think it, there was I don't know I okay. there's something on the tip of my brain mm-hmm. that might have been related to like a specific game, but I don't think it was like game data or like all okay. all, all their games or things like that. Um, let's see what else do we got to talk about? Star Wars. Oh, so I've not seen it. Okay, so. You haven't seen the tra- trailer for Jedi Fallen Order, the Star Wars game that's coming out in November. Oh, that I had, like, no interest in. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the movie trailer. I haven't seen the movie trailer. Oh, well, I was going to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the new game that's coming out in November. But if you would like to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine, the trailer for the movie, even though this is Make Me a Gamer, although I guess we did talk about movies for an extended yes, this episode. This is not at that ridiculous point. of a proposition. Okay, fine. Um, but you have you really haven't seen the new trailer yet? So again, if I can try to like go as long as I can spoiler free, I'm gonna try it. Star Wars, it's right now, it's just came out, there's not a huge buzz. There's not gonna be a whole bunch of people making me watch this accidentally or such. Thanks to Game of Thrones. That's a harder thing to avoid. I mean, this trailer is like the teaser trailer. It barely shows anything of like plot related or anything. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. I mean, this would be the trailer to watch if you want to at least get a general idea because it doesn't actually spoil anything. I... I've already heard this. I try to like avoid articles on it. Uh, there's been a whole thing. Apparently Mark Hamill, there's a guy like named Joey Butts or something. I don't know. Is that So that is completely unrelated. 
Good. I, well, I mean, it's so there was this guy. His he his name is Eric Butts. Okay. And he has a YouTube channel, and he made a video where he watched the trailer and like it was the first time watching it, <laughs> and he gets emotional because he's a Star Wars fan. Yeah. He cries. He's just super excited. Like he has like real emotions, and this kind of conservative alt-right i heard about that part so this this thing i ended up because i was like so it was for some weird reason on my twitter feed ubiquitous like everywhere and i ended up reading it and i was like okay it doesn't seem to mention the star wars plot or anything itself but yeah i heard about like some conservative person like really just trashed him yeah yeah it was some woman who basically said you know like Star Wars and superhero movies and this obsession is ruining men. Yeah. And you get stuff like this guy who's just like weepy and emotional and crybaby. And it, we, you know, like it's sad that all the alpha men or whatever. I don't remember her exact words, but yeah. it was basically like guys shouldn't be emotional. And this stuff for that for nerds like superhero movies and Star Wars is turning our men into mm-hmm. women, essentially. Yeah. Like you know the typical kind of conservative kind of conservative bad talking like soy boy whatever okay you haven't heard that term no i know the term i was just like okay we're gonna drop soy boy yeah i mean (laughs) i didn't know you knew that term i did did. Uh, anyway and so she did this and then just like it was just kind of this giant hole opened up and like the internet swallowed her whole because everyone was just kind of like you're a shitty person yeah, like, a, a, like Mark Hamill, all that Mark stuff. Hamill yeah. jumped in. Uh, Gary Whitta, who wrote Rogue One, he came in. Uh, a lot of a lot of YouTubers, a lot of other Star Wars people, uh, the ones that haven't been run off the internet, which were just kind of in this guy's corner, and he was getting like messages from like these people he considered heroes. Like mm-hmm. Mark Hamill direct- talked to him directly. Like, and like, there is a uh, specific person I follow. Her name is Alana Pierce. Uh, She's, it's a very interesting case because I've been like kind of following her. This is, this sounds bad. Yeah, I was like. But like, I've been following her career since she was like 19. Like she was just starting to break into games journalism. Okay. And like, she started, like she was doing like interviews for herself and then slowly, she eventually moved to, I think, San Francisco, where IGN is, and got hired by IGN. She's mm-hmm. from Australia, so it was like a big... Uh, ah. mm-hmm. um, and now she works for Rooster Teeth. Uh, she's part of Funhouse, which is like a YouTube channel. But like, so I've been following her career for a long time, and she's like an awesome person. And she came out and was like, she tweeted at this woman, this nasty conservative woman, uh, just kind of like, oh, it was... The conservative woman says something like, "I these are undateable men." Uh, that that yeah. was that was the key thing that it kind of, and so she Alana came in and like complimented her, said like, "Guys who can show emotion like this are, are good, and you're just kind of a not good person for." And then the the conservative woman came back and said, "Well, if you you like him so much, why don't you date him? Like, go slide into his DMs." That's like a high school taught, but okay. yeah, yeah, like like this this whoever this lady is like. Her her claim to fame is she has a pinned tweet where she's like, I'm hot and I like Trump. So can you stop saying that we're all bots or something like that? Uh-huh. And it's it's dumb. And I didn't really want to go into this, but you, yeah, you, you brought just... it up. Anyway, and so Alana responded to this and being like, I'm not available and he's married. So you're an idiot. But yeah. I have invited him to hang out because he seems like a cool person. And like she did. She's like, said, hey, if you want to have her hang out, like be friends, I'd love to. If you're in the area and he was like, sure, blah, 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 but whatever. Point is, a lot of good people just mm-hmm. got behind this guy who ended up, he like originally took the video down because he was getting so much shit. Mm-hmm. And the big thing was these conservative people saved the video and rehosted it just to trash talk him. More. Wow. Yeah. Like it, it was, this was that level of just like internet bitchery mm-hmm. that I hate and it was nice to see like everyone kind of rallying around this guy and uh supporting his YouTube channel and being mm-hmm. like, Yes, it's okay for men to be emotional and all that stuff. And anyway, 
I wanted to talk about the game. Instead, sure. you made me talk about that stupid shit. <sighs> so, Jedi Fallen Order, I'm excited for it mm-hmm. because it is supposed to be a single-player narrative-driven game that doesn't have microtransactions and is just kind of like a straightforward game, which we haven't gotten from EA in a long time. Okay, uh, I was about to say, like, so it's a video game, well, a normal, clean video game. I mean, considering the hellscape that video games are currently in, where everything has microtransactions yeah. or loot boxes or has to have forced multiplayer or is online co-op or, you know, whatever, just like a game like God of War. And the thing is, EA, like, EA has had the Star Wars license for years Mm -hmm. and the only shit they've put out is battlefront and battlefront 2 and those games are just multiplayer only you get to play as like a stormtrooper and maybe occasionally luke Mm -hmm. you know and battlefront 2 had the whole chaos where like the experience was rigged and they had loot boxes and they like started the big loot box controversy and people finally started dropping them out of games thanks to ea overreaching Mm -hmm. um but yeah like we haven't star wars is a universe that's ripe for interesting stories that aren't the stories we already know yeah and we've just gotten complete shit for games for like the last 10 years like battlefront and battlefront 2 are the only ones to come out this generation uh, then you got like Force Unleashed, which was like yeah. this really idiotic, campy game. Oh, like I don't, I never actually played it myself, but like you're like Darth Vader's secret. So like, I have the book. apprentice. Like I have the Force Unleashed book of all things. Why would you have that? It was like on sale for a dollar, and like someone bought it for me as a gift. Like, oh, like, oh okay. you like Star Wars here? And I was like, this is a video game, but it's a book about Star Wars. I'll read it. And then I was like. I think it basically went through the game like level by level because each chapter basically ends with like a boss fight. And uh-huh. so, yeah, you, you play as Dar- I, or you played like the story is about like this guy who is like the secret apprentice of Darth Vader when Darth Vader is the apprentice to like the emperor. And throughout the book, at some point, like you discover the insignia or you create the insignia for the rebel alliance later on down the road. And like you set the pathway for the rebels eventually. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, like it, the Force Unleashed. I don't know how, enough about the plot of Force Unleashed, but the Force Unleashed Force Unleashed Two was where it got ridiculous. Huh. Like I'm pretty sure you kill Leia in it. Oh, like yeah, it it goes off the rails. Like okay. he he force pulls a star destroyer out of orbit. It's ridiculous. It. I I don't. I would have been accepting of that. The killing Leia is yeah, more he, offensive. Yeah, he kills at least one or two main characters. Like I'm pretty sure Leia is one of them. I think Han was one. I I, I maybe Chewbacca. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. like he definitely kills main characters, and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, like ah. And then there was there's the Old Republic, which is an MMO, which again yeah. multiplayer um so we haven't really gotten and like star wars is one of these big name franchises like money has been coming out the wazoo for it in movies and television but there's just been nothing in the video game sphere because ea sucks do you think it could be also because of disney or the licensing that way well i mean disney gave the license to star wars oh like disney to ea to ea So EA has exclusive rights, just like they have exclusive rights to football, mm-hmm. and they just cr- crank out shitty Madden games every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so similarly, they have they have Star Wars rights. There's been at least two canceled games uh, under them that were supposed to going to be Star Wars games. Uh, I think the first one the first one was called Star Wars thirteen thirteen. And it was in development when Disney gave them the license and then EA just canceled it. Okay. Because they didn't want to make it. And there was another one that couldn't get off the ground because there was a lot of design uh, issues Mm -hmm. uh, and the studio ended up getting closed down. So that one's not coming either. So you wanted to talk about this game though because you like it? I mean, it looks like an actual game I want to play. Okay. Like for... Against all odds, EA seems to have developed a good game. And if it's a good single-player narrative game, I want to play it. Because 
who doesn't want to wield a lightsaber and like do cool shit with the force like personally i want an XCOM star wars where you get like a a, a squad like one guy is your jedi that can move stuff around and you uh-huh. have like bounty hunters or droids or things like that a tactics based i would yeah okay you, you as soon as you sell me on like i want an XCOM based anything i'll play it sure <laughs> you have my interest sir yeah I mean, these are just things I would do with the Star Wars license, but EA wants to, you know, make money. God, EA, why would you make money? But yeah, uh, the guy from, uh, shoot, the guy who plays the Joker from Gotham, the TV series, is um, going to be the main character. It's um, Cameron Monaghan, I think, is his name. Oh, different guy then. I was thinking of the guy from the Drew Carey show. Wayne Brady? No, no, no. It's um, Colin Mockery. No, not the Drew Carey show. Not the Ryan Styles. So Ryan Styles' friend in the TV show. It's um, he had curly brown hair. Wait, really? Him? He's um, he's one of the voices of Batman in the animated series. Can't think of his name though right now. Isn't it like Diedrich something? Yeah. Or is it? Wait, Diedrich Bader. I think that sounds right. I really now I'm doubting myself, but I'm like I'm, I think it's him. But, but he he voices the Joker. No, no, no. He voices Batman. Okay, so why did you say that when I said the guy who plays the Joker from Gotham? Because I was like, the only Joker I know is Mark Hamill. And I assumed he plays all Jokers who are animated. It's not animated, though. Gotham is a live-action TV series. Oh, I need to get into that. I've heard good things. So the first season is okay, but towards the end they find their their groove and know what they're going to do and from then on it's just awesome because i'm like four episodes in and i'm like okay yeah like the the first half or so of gotham okay like they they try to force things and like try to make like it yeah yeah it's It's just a sad story about a little boy right now yeah it's not great but then once you get to they start doing like villain arcs there's like a three-part arc towards the end of season one that really sets things off. And then so they'll do like this three-part arc deals with Professor Pig or this oh. three-part arc deals with the Joker or the Riddler or whatever. And so like they, they do like the serial – go more serialized and it gets a lot better. Here's my one – I normally avoid spoilers, but is the Batman in it in the later episodes? no no okay that's um, all you don't need to give me more than that i guess you could give the listeners but like because he's a kid in the beginning of the yeah he yeah. he stay i think from what i understand it's supposed the, the entire theme or like story of gotham is that it's centered around james gordon before batman yeah is batman and so bruce is in it but he's a kid um and so for the majority of the series i think there's five seasons and it's ending this season like there's like two episodes left or something okay uh so i don't the finale hasn't happened yet but it's happening soon it's just bruce there's no bat okay and so there it's like a, a lot of the characters are like their proto like you meet like Edward Nigma is like a CSI guy at <laughs> he's popped know, in in the early episodes yeah like the uh oswald is in it but he's oswald not the penguin yeah um things like that like ivy's just a kid selena kyle's just a kid they're in there okay yeah so you you meet a lot or or like i think there's one episode in season one where you meet scarecrow like jonathan crane's dad oh so it's like you know setting up the setting up other things because it's whatever yeah right now it just feels like a crime drama with a sad kid in it yeah yeah it gets a lot better Okay. It, it goes full comic book at, at eventually. Okay. Like in terms of just how batshit everything is. I wanted to end on the Sega Genesis Mini because... Oh, my we, impulse purchase. That yeah. I've... We um mentioned that last time we talked or last podcast. And so just today, a list of 10 more games came out for it. Uh, I can pull it up if you want. Sure. Because I recognized a lot of them actually. Okay, so the 10 new games mm-hmm. are Earthworm Jim. Classic. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Classic as well. I was wondering, because they had Sonic 1, so I was like, yeah. but you need 2. It's so... I'm glad that they put 2 Sonics in there. 
Um, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. So I'm not a fan as much of this one, but I played it. The next one is the one that gets the me. World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. It's a two-player version, basically. Ah. And that I played with my uncle a lot. Like, that was another childhood game for me. Cool. Uh, then there's also Contra Hardcore. I mean, it's a Contra game. Contra game. Yeah. Uh, Streets of Rage 2, which what I believe a, you mentioned was a game that you really yes, were looking for. Yes, one of for. my favorite. Like, again, so I'm like, because I wanted to get this for the nostalgic value, this is hitting the nostalgic value perfectly on brand. Mm-hmm. Toe Jam and Earl, and then Streets of Rage 2, Sonic 2, all like, I'm feeling much more reassured. Um, then there's uh, Thunder Force 3. Didn't know that one. I don't know that one. Uh, Super Fantasy Zone. Didn't know that. I'm hoping one of these is like an RPG game because they did have them every so often, but I don't know. Um, there's Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master. So I know Shinobi series is like the Ninja Gaiden super hard games. Uh-huh. I never got them because I assumed they were super hard. Perhaps <laughs> as an adult, I can do well with this. Yeah. And then uh, the last one was Landstalker. Don't know what that is. I just like the name of Landstalker. Landstalker, yeah. And then just in case, since we didn't actually go over the games, the, the 10... That were previously confirmed uh, were Sonic the Hedgehog, as you said. I knew that one. Uh, Echo the Dolphin. Which I never played it as a kid because I was like, it's a dolphin, dolphin. and yeah. I'm, I'm too manly for this shit as a kid. <laughs> as an adult, I fucking love marine biology and like dolphins, and I totally would play it. Yeah. Uh, then there's Castlevania Bloodlines. I don't really care about the franchise, but see, people seem to like Castlevania, so yeah. maybe. Um, I don't know if that's like a version of the of another castlevania game just for sega but who knows um then there's space harrier 2 shining force dr robotnik's mean bean machine that's when i started to regret things when i was like <laughs> it's the me- of all the things the mean bean machine like i think it's <laughs> that a- was an interesting one to put in the first 10 that's for yeah, sure it doesn't really sell people that made me feel bad uh then toe jam and earl which we all t- that's, uh, that's that's why, I that's why it. you got it uh comic zone I, people love this game. It's like groundbreaking. It's really cool. I've played it a few times and I'm like, uh, it's it's really super hard. It's like Nintendo hard. Yeah. I, I think I played it on like the Wii. It was a downloadable thing I, on I the Wii. I played it on the I Wii think. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I wasn't a fan. Like, no, it's, I, it it's, was all right, but I could see like nostalgia if you played it as a kid. But, but yeah. as an adult playing it for the first time, I didn't really like it. Um, then there's Altered Beast. Another regretful, nostalgic, like I beat this game with my uncle as well. Great game. Terrible game, actually. It's an <laughs> awful game. Great Why? game. Terrible game. Like, I mean, it's you're a werewolf kind of man. You're, you're a were man of some sort. Each level you turn into a different were thing. There's a were tiger, a werewolf, a were bear. There's a were uh, hydra at some point. And like, you, it's a side scroller and you punch like fireballs out of your hand. And yeah, shoot them at zombies. I, I, Aldered Beast, like, it's a great, like, in your head it's great. It's not as great. As a pick. kid, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm a werewolf. I'm a werebear. I'm all this stuff. As an adult, I'm just like, what nah. What are you trying to do here, game? There's no <laughs> plot. It just has the iconic line, though. Rise from your grave. Wise from your grave. <laughs> For some reason, they put a lisp on the guy. Um, and then the last one is Gunstar Heroes, which is like a shooter, like oh. kind of like Contra, I think. Okay. So those are 20 games and there's still 20 more to come. There's going to be 40 total. I now feel like reassured because I was like, oh, there's like 12 games in here I would play. That seems like a good value for like 80 bucks. Yeah, but there's, there's, a, they've said there's going to be 40 total. So I'm personally hoping for Vector Man because oh, Vector that, Man, I remember Vector Man. Like uh, that, that was my jam as a kid. Like I, I, like I would want to play that at any person's house that owned a Genesis. Like I don't know why I loved Vector Man so much, just, uh-huh. but maybe it was his design. I mean, it was one of those like it seemed 3D at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like oh, this is cutting edge graphics. Right, maybe. But um, uh, and then there was. I'm also interested to see if the Hyperstone Heist makes it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Hyperstone Heist was the Sega version of Turtles in Time. Time. Yep. So it's like Turtles in Time is a good game. Like I actually like Turtles. I think Turtles in Time is way better than Hyperstone Heist because I think Hyperstone Heist has less levels. Uh, but it's also different. Like there's like completely different bosses and everything in Hyperstone as well. Oh. Uh, so I'd be interested to see because 
I God, Turtles in Time is such a great game. Like that's one where as a kid I'd be like, I want this on the arcade. I'd buy the arcade system in my house when I that's rich. no, that's the arcade game though. No, I mean like I would buy the arcade box. Oh, like right. in my awesome house when I grew up. But as you know a that's the, the Turtles in Time is not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, which was the arcade game. Where did you get Turtles in Time? What system did you have? That was Super Nintendo. How have I played these? Well, we used to rent Super Nintendos, but like I just I think as a kid. All the games were just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, and we just played through various <laughs> systems, and I'm just like, they were all the same game. It was just one big game to me. I mean, they were all the same type of game. They were all yeah. beat-em-ups. So, God, I miss those. I, I would kill for a modern, good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beat-em-up game. Like, I love those. They haven't made that? They've Activision had the license, and they made like a kind of shitty 3D version I think I played it actually on a PlayStation kind of. See, I think my regret for this thing was like remembering how the PlayStation came out with like 20 games. And I was like, yeah, so far the Genesis mini has, I didn't have a Sega Genesis and it's hitting all the games that I wanted as a kid. So I'm tempted to maybe get this now, even though you've already, you've already pre-ordered it. I mean, Mm, if I get buyer's regret, you're certainly welcome to convince me to like give mine up. (laughs) I suppose the, Things that I'm hoping then, since now they're doubling up, they did Sonic 1 and 2. Streets of Rage 3 is worth it as well. And it's different enough from Streets of Rage 2 that I would put it in. Earthworm Jim 2 was actually a really, surprisingly, they did a lot of cool stuff. It was related. It was released later in the Earthworm Jim series, or the, the Genesis series franchise. Yeah. Um, that you would want be Sonic a, and Knuckles? I mean, I like it, but you've already got two Sonic games. and You might put Sonic Spinball in there. Oh, but you like are, the pinball game? Yeah, I had that one. I liked it a lot. But like, then you've got four Sonic games because I'm assuming Mean Bean Robotnik is in that. Yeah, kind I of... think, but I like that. It's a Sonic game, but I think it's kind of like something similar to like Tetris or it's one yeah, of those it's like, like a puzzle. Dr. Mario kind of Dr. Games. Mario games. Yeah. I'm wondering, they didn't put a sports game in. There. If they put NFL Blitz, but no, they couldn't get the rights probably. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, see, that's the thing is that I don't... The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games are in this weird licensing limbo. Yeah. So that's why I don't know if Hyperstone Heist would make it. And the same goes for, like, any football games. But, like, would you really want to play Madden NFL, like, 98? No, 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 but NFL Blitz. Oh, true. NFL Blitz was NFL Blitz, they had, like, generic... But was Blitz on the Genesis? There was one back... Or, no, actually, the game that they should put on there... Listen to me, Mutant League Hockey or Mutant League Football. If you put those in there, oh, I mean, that man. could work. I, like, did you do you know there's a Mutant League Football out recently? No, I bought the Blood Bowl, and that's kind of satiating my needs there. Yeah, I, I saw it, and I thought of, thought of you. There's a Mutant League Football for I think they re-released a new game in the series. Huh. Or, or, it may not be Mutant League. F- okay. Oh, uh, here we go. A spiritual successor called Mutant Football League. So they switched oh. it around because they couldn't get the Always rights. Always getting around it. Yeah, the Mutant Fo- Mutant Football League came out last year. It's like a downloadable. It's on PC. It's on PlayStation 4 and Switch. I mean, like, if, I feel like that's one I would pick up if we were doing, like, YouTube stuff. Yeah. So, again, if we get money in Patreon and start, like, doing you know side content we can do stuff like play mutant football league <laughs> you know that that's quality entertainment oh the things we would do for money yeah we would do a lot of things for money i think no comment <laughs> uh, i would do a lot of video game related things for money venmo me five bucks <laughs> harvey z is way more flexible apparently oh oh uh yeah i went there uh, and by went there, I mean, I, I didn't implied... need you to go there, but you went there. <laughs> it was went. <laughs> um, so that's it. I think this is a good stopping point for us. Uh, I did mention uh, there's going to be a slight uh, schedule yeah. thing. So this is going to be coming out Tuesday, mm-hmm. which means the next week after this comes out is it'll be the last it'll be kind of that weird first week of may also last week of april hybrid um i'm going to be on vacation and out of town and i'm going to be gone that entire week which means i am not going to be able to edit something so next week there will not be a podcast uploaded i am which means in two weeks there won't be a podcast out 
No. Next week, when you're listening to this, the following week after this, there will not be a podcast. The week after that, we'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay. I... You know, I with PAX East, I thought I could like do like a mini episode and get both still have both things uploaded and everything. But I'm we, we record on Thursdays and I have a very early Sunday morning flight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to try and edit something to be come out while I'm on vacation. So we're going to record next Thursday. That episode is probably going to be a less news heavy episode and a more kind of discussion that so it won't be time sensitive information send in your questions yeah send in your questions we can do a question related episode and yeah so that's just the schedule so this kind of month has been weird for me between pax east at the end of last month and then this vacation mm-hmm. um i should be back to normal in may although um life for me is busy but we'll we'll make it work. we'll make it work okay um so that's that's the schedule I've got a bunch of new games. I haven't even gotten to talk about Sekiro yet on here, oh, yeah. and I want to, but we'll we'll come back. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. I've got two new games coming in that I that they're coming out next Tuesday. Mortal Kombat 11, which You're I'm getting it. Yeah, I. I You're not the, a Mortal the, Kombat the last the, the last launch trailer, man. It it got me. The it used the theme song from the movie. Ugh. It was it's 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 good, man. Okay. I'm I'm feeling the nostalgia. I so real quick, Mortal Kombat Nine was like a reboot and oh was okay. a really good game. Uh-huh. Like so what they did for Mortal Kombat Nine was for the first time in my life there was a story mode that was good in a fighting game. And what happened was Mortal Kombat Nine the story mode just retold the plot from Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Two, and Mortal Kombat Three. So it, like oh. it redid the main story with like a twists on it. So it was a new story. Uh, you didn't quite know what was going on. Like instead of Smoke getting turned into a robot, Sub Zero got turned into a robot. So you had Cyber Sub Zero instead oh. of Cyber Smoke. Uh-huh. But it brought. It brought back pretty much everyone from those games. And then 10 was a completely new story uh, where they went like 20 years into the future. So you had like Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's kid. Yeah. You had Jax's kid. Uh, I think Kung Lao's descendant. Things like that. Kotal Khan. Well, that's completely different. Okay. Like, he, he's I'm, his own character. I was okay. just like weirded out but like because I don't follow Mortal Kombat and then I started following it. And I was like. So there's an Aztec Shao Kahn. Okay. <laughs> now he's he's. I don't think he's related to Shao Kahn at all. I okay. think it just happens to have, have a, the Khan name. Because I think Shao Kahn is K A H N and uh-huh. Kotal Khan is K H A N. But I I'm oh not per. I just assume they're different cons of like because it seemed like he was a good guy. I have ab- I honestly yeah. have absolutely no idea because I didn't play Mortal Kombat ten. Do you know because the plot like of nine 11, was then? enough for me for me? But then eleven. It's going to be like a mix, like the 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 storyline is going to be like the timelines crashing. Yeah. So you've got like old Johnny Cage meeting like new Johnny Cage, yep, and you've got like him interacting with his daughter, and it's it looks like it's going to be fantastic. Okay, and I, I like I'm literally getting this because like the story mode looks good. I'm not a huge fighting game person, but I will I, I like Mortal Kombat is I say I'm like minorly familiar with it like i have a couple characters that i regularly play as Mm -hmm. and i i put street fighter above it i've probably played street fighter more obviously i've played smash way more than either Mm -hmm. of those did you put the other really big popular fighting game is the marvel or not marvel the dc one oh injustice yeah i i haven't really played injustice no it's it's similar it's like uses the same style as mortal kombat the dialogue and stuff like that Anyway, so yeah, I'm getting Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm also going to be picking up Dragon's Dogma for the Switch, which is an old game from 2012 that a lot of people have raved about, and for 30 bucks, I'm like, I'll try it on the Switch, because I like things on the Switch. I'm going on vacation. I'm taking my Switch with me. I'm going to try a new game. Uh, So yeah, so anyway, maybe we'll talk about those next week uh have like a more game focused episode because this one was news heavy might feel like that's a good alternating theme yeah one week do news next week have more 
talking about games we like and getting in depth and yeah. making you a gamer. Like, so I got to not... remember, make you a gamer. I mean, make you a gamer. Again, like if I could get rich quick from these gamers, I will become a gamer if <sighs> only to profit from them. <laughs> All right. Where can they find you, Harvey Z? At the Z is silent on Twitter. The E is an A. I don't know what my old catchphrase used to be for this thing, <laughs> but it's the with an A. Z is silent. There used to be a better way. I need to listen to the old podcast. <laughs> You've gotten rusty. Um, you can find me at a simpler Twitter handle, T Man Plays Games. Uh, you can find our podcast at Make Me a Podcast. Uh, you can find my writings at tmanwrites.com. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com for your comments, questions, things you would like us to talk us about. That made sense. Things you would like for us to talk about on the show. Like we, we did it today. We yeah. discussed toe jam and Earl's voices. Like just give us suggestions. We'll talk about it. It's not like we have anything better to do while we're sitting here. We need that cash. This is this is the first step to it. Okay. Underwear money. Then Underwear PlayStation money. PlayStation 5 money. Yeah, PlayStation 5 money. All right. So that's it for us. Uh, Harvey Z, final thoughts. I keep thinking of like Chinese fortune cookies for some reason. Okay. And, but just in my mind, I'm just picturing the fortune cookies and nothing inside them. And this is utterly useless for my brain because <laughs> I'm like, spread some wisdom and literally in my head, it's just like three or four cookies. And I haven't broken them open. They're, they probably have fortunes in them. I don't know. God damn you, brain. <sighs>